What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. So take us back. We are you're you're in the airport. When did this all happen? So I, I it was on actually it was on seven one six day, believe it or not. Oh, so I man. was flying <laughs> Yeah. So I, I flew back from Greensboro, North Carolina. I had a layover in Atlanta. My original flight was supposed to leave at three twenty five, which was actually Sean McDermott's flight. <laughs> okay. And then and then it kept getting pushed back, eight twenty and then later and later and then eventually they canceled it and there was another flight leaving and there was about forty five people on standby mm-hmm. and I was one of them, so was Sean. And once we realized we weren't gonna make the flight, I kinda said my goodbyes and moved on to the Delta line and then I saw him and I, I told him to come over and he he, he said, I'm going to wait in line back here. Cause it was a long line. Uh-huh. And then I said, no, just come over. You can, you know, and eventually <laughs> he did. He went to check on his luggage cause he already booked that Pittsburgh flight. Sure. Okay. Wow. So, so, then, so before I want to, I'm curious before you got to that and your flight gets, keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, you see Sean McDermott and did you just walk up to him and be like, you know, like, hi, I'm Jason. I'm from Buffalo. Or like, how do you start that conversation? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to talking to people. I, I love to travel. I go all around the world. And I, 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 I've met him before here and there and oh, okay. I have utmost respect for his coaching style. So I didn't want to be one of those guys that just go up and start talking about random stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I had mentioned where we saw each other and who I knew, um, as far as the other bills coaches and stuff. And oh, okay. we just kind of talked and then we went our separate ways and <laughs> I saw him in line and then he's like, yeah, we can fly to Pittsburgh and we can get a car or something. I'm like, Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So I booked my flight to Pittsburgh and that's what we did. So, okay. So that brings us to now you, um, you've been talking about, you love his coaching philosophy and all that. You actually are a coach as well at Nichols and you're a hockey coach. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So I, uh, I do. I'm a hockey coach. I coach the Nichols team, and I also have an 18U um, Buffalo Bisons travel team that we've been together pretty. It's been about five years. The kids have been on the team, and oh, we've wow. kind of coached them as they, got, they grew up. And then I also work for. Um, I'm a head instructor for Mark Zarbo. Um, he's a skating skills coach in the area. That's why I have no voice ever because <laughs> I'm on the ice about 40 hours a week. I got well. I got you. Yeah, that's understandable. So, tell me about this this three hour drive. Now, at this point, do you just feel like you and Sean McDermott are BFFs, and you just are, you know, kind of kind of shooting it, or you know, he's he's just such a normal, regular guy. Yeah. It felt like we knew each other forever. So, we just we got in the car, we got situated. His daughter, I asked her where she wanted to sit, and um, she she wanted to sit in the back so she could rest, <laughs> and we just we started talking. So. We talked about coaching. We didn't really talk about the bills much because, you know, just like I don't like talking about work or coaching. So I didn't. Yeah, the shop I didn't, talk. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we just talked. We just talked about his philosophy on coaching and kind of my philosophy, how it's similar, and you know, just about life and the different places that he coached and lived and what he thinks about Buffalo, his favorite place to eat, and just stuff like that. And we talked for three and a half hours straight. Wow. Wow. So what was one of, I'm sure there were many, but one of the key things that you took out of that time in the car with with Sean McDermott, it's still blowing my mind. Yeah, I think it's just the style that coaching that I coach. I mean, it works. He's just such a, a personable coach. 
and he coaches each of the individual players personally, mm-hmm. and then he coaches the team. And that's why, I mean, that's Buffalo. It's, you know, we're a gritty blue-collar town that, you know, we're not, we're not flashy. You're not going to get players to come here unless you pay them. But because of Coach McDermott, he's able to bypass that. And, yeah. you know, players want to play for him. They'll run through a wall for him. I mean, we've seen it over the last few years. And I, that, that just goes to show me that my coaching style, it works at the highest level. Yeah, absolutely. Being a player's coach, like you said, it, you coach the individual first and the team second. I think that's, that's awesome. And it's also evident, you know, I don't think it's lip service every time that has an NFL team says their coach is the best. I don't think it's lip service with Sean. He, he seems like, as you've just described, drilled down to earth and, you know, he's just a normal fella. <laughs> like, for example, at the airport, he could have easily, you know, I'm sure used his coaching powers, if you would, but he, you know, he's standing in line like everyone else. It took about four times to ask him to come over to where I was in line, which is substantially ahead. And he just wouldn't do it. And I, he just wanted to check on his luggage. I'm like, no, you go ahead. He had his 13-year-old daughter. And, yeah. you know, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want her to be left alone or, you know, whatever, have to wait in line. So, and he did it. But, yeah, no, I think he's just one of those guys that, you know, he, he just said, I'm just a regular guy. And, yeah. and I really think that the NFL and other sports, you know, they need more coaches like that because we kind of got away from that style mm-hmm. where, you know, once they get to that level, they're too big to – you know, realize who they are anymore. Sure. Yeah. Like too big to care. And I know I I read in an article um, that what was the it's you said, I I believe that he said, don't forget where you're from, but also don't let anybody limit where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. So that's and then because he likes to say humble and hungry, which I love. Yeah. You know, no matter where you get, you got to you always got to stay hungry. You got to remember where you came from. And it's kind of a similar philosophy that I have because, you know, Growing up, I didn't, you know, I didn't have too much, and you know, I really worked hard for wow. where I am in the coaching and professional world. I'm also, I also uh, am an investigator for a bank, which I, I love my job deeply. Um, wow. But it, like I said, it just goes to show you in life, you know, you can go anywhere you want, and there's people that are going to set limits on that. And I think even when he got hired, people didn't think he was a good fit, or he yep. didn't think he had the the account the credibility. But I mean, he's going to show you. I mean, minus last year. If, if we had a couple a couple things that went differently um, from an emotional standpoint for the players, I think we would have we probably would have pulled off the Super Bowl, and I I, I think we're going to do it this year. And you know I hope, but you got to just take it one game at a time. One game at a time, exactly. And I did read that you said when he asked what you thought of the season, you said we're going to the Super Bowl, and I think that's the sentiments that we all have were a little bit you know raw from the last couple of seasons, but um, this just like you said, and you've said time and time again. This just goes to show that that heart and that grit that is Buffalo, it shines through in every part of the team. So what what a, what an incredible experience for you to remember, especially from 716 Day, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will never forget it. And it was even cooler because at the airport when the people were getting called in for the lay, like who got on the flight for the layover. Yeah. Everyone was clapping. Oh, my so God. it was. Oh. It was it was surreal. Oh, and Sean man. brought that up in the car. He's like, "Do I love this town?" So, wow, mm. three hour drive spent in the car from Pittsburgh to Buffalo. You're one lucky man, and I cannot thank you enough for spending some time on the show this morning. No problem. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Now go get some rest and maybe some tea and honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no throat. I don't know. Uh, no voice ever from coaching. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm it's sure. A, it's used to it. So anyone that hears me that knows me, they'll be like, "Yep, yep, that's got Jason." His raspy coaching voice. <laughs>
Thank you. You have a good day. Take care. Take care. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. hey, it was fine because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, it was. Hey, it was fine because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.